Hi guys. Welcome to In Our Community podcast, where we interview common people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode five of this podcast, I sat down and had conversations with Mike Jones and Katie Malloyd from Mike's Food Truck and Route 11 Bistro. We talked about how their business came about, how they come up with their menu items, and ended the podcast with words of encouragement to future restaurant owners and entrepreneurs. This was a fantastic conversation with Mike and Katie. I mean, who doesn't love talking about food, right? Um, But as they talked about their restaurant, their history, and their menu items, their face just lit up. You could really tell how much they care and how much they love what they do. And I hope that so. I hope that as you guys listen to this podcast, you get the same sense that I got sitting across from them. And I just, I can't wait to go back and see them again. Let's get started. Today, I'm sitting across from Mike Jones and Katie Malloy, the owners of Mike's Food Truck and Rue 11 Bistro in Bloomsburg. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Hitty. Thank you for joining me today. Sure. Um, so I want the audience to know who you guys are, what you guys do. I'm sure some of the listeners are already familiar with some of your food because you guys offer some delicious cuisine. Um, so go ahead and talk about your restaurants and the food truck business a little bit. Sure. Um, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we, uh, we got into this, I guess about, oh, six or seven years ago, I had opened up a, uh, a little cafe in Bloomsburg. And, uh, when that kind of got to a point where I couldn't really grow too much further in there, um, decided to leave that and open up the food truck. And she decided to join on this adventure with me. Uh, and, uh, so we ran that for two years and then we opened up our bistro, uh, early this spring. And uh, we've been running that, trying to focus on a little bit healthier options as well as trying to source as much as we can from local farms. Um, so we do, you know, our, our dad raises our beef. Um, we've got a couple chicken guys and a bunch of different produce people. And, um, wild just, for salmon. And That's wild right. for salmon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we, we, you know, it's kind of easy to make good food with everything we have because we get you know, the best stuff from so many different awesome local purveyors that focus on, you know, one or two things Mm -hmm. so that they can make it really good. good. Um, So where did the idea of this concept of like locally sourced ingredients come from? Did did you did was this something that's that was always in your head before you started the business? Um, Maybe not necessarily. I think you just had a really good network with all the people you interacted with, you know, at the cafe. You just had this really good pre-established relationship with so many local people. So you, you were able to, you know, you were like when we were starting the food truck, you were like, oh, I know somebody, you know, who does really great greens. And I know somebody who does like we get chicken from these people. Like so he had these established relationships and they like everybody. It's like such a community thing. Like everybody knows somebody who knows somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I realize how much the, this area has to offer. And the so really the farm to table movement's definitely been growing and, you know, trending a lot more, uh, especially last like five, ten years. You know, and um, I think when I had opened up, um, you know, my first cafe, I was working for another local company that was, you know, kind of got me more into that mindset. When I first started working for them, I was, you know, I just was looking for something new and it was fun. But, you know, I kept going to these farmers markets and meeting more people that were doing these things and learning about stuff. You know, uh, 10 years ago, I didn't even know what black garlic was, you know, Mm. and now it's like a staple, you know, Uh, but just learning about all these different things made me want to get involved with it a little bit more. So when the food truck came around, I wanted to feature that because there's, you know, there's plenty of trucks that are, 
doing this or that, you know, uh, carnival type food and stuff. And I wanted to do something different uh, and offer that. And that was sort of our platform to get it out to a lot of events where you have so many different people, but they may have never heard of some of the things that we're doing. So, and not that it's all that strange, but you know, uh, a burger is a burger, but then you can put some really cool stuff on top of it and make it something different, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it all got kicked off. And the restaurant's just the next, you know, uh, continuation we, of that we make food that we like to eat like mm-hmm. it's funny because people will say oh what do you what do you recommend and i'm like because mm, we kind of all <laughs> love everything that's on our menu because it's just you know we, we make it so that we have a good place to eat too yeah when it when it comes down to menu design it's just what do, what do i want to eat what people ask well, why don't <laughs> it's well, really bad why don't you do true. this or that and it's like well i don't really eat a lot of that i don't really right. want to do that you mm. know um so it, i mean some of it might be maybe based around like a health sort of aspect. Some of it's just, I just don't want to, or I don't know how to really work that in, you know, right. um, by design, we've never had a deep fryer on the food truck or in the restaurant. Right. Um, so that's one thing. I mean, I like French fries, but we don't, we don't offer that. And that right. might be right. one of the few areas where I was like, well, it would be nice to do that. But mm. you know, uh, it kind of does force us to come up with, you know, other creative side options, which are actually healthier and they're pretty awesome so right you know. i want to touch on a few things that you mentioned so number one sure. the food truck movement i think this is pretty recent i remember when i moved to bloomsburg about six years ago yeah there was no food no. trucks right and all of a sudden right. they're like popping up everywhere yeah. yeah and you guys are very local you're based in danville and bloomsburg mm-hmm. and so it's super interesting how like things have changed and you guys just got like, took on that opportunity and ran with it what was your thought process as far as opening or getting on the food truck instead of you know going from a restaurant to restaurant to restaurant yeah well i think i don't know you know that it might have been another (laughs) trending thing you know uh like you know food trucks were coming around and i originally i thought well it'll be a little bit cheaper and a little bit easier to do a food truck uh, versus a restaurant i don't know if that's actually true at all Uh, it's definitely probably less expensive overhead wise but it's really hard food Mm. trucks are really hard like if people think food trucks are easy it's really hard to do a food truck. It's a um, it's a restaurant on top of a ninety five Chevy, right. which you know so has you its you own problems. You have to be a so. cook and, and a mechanic at the same time. Right. So you know your kitchen might be great and everything's working, but the truck doesn't work because the battery died or whatever. You know you right. have to know how to troubleshoot both things. I remember last year when you guys were here, one of the events that you guys are in the weekend. We I think your truck broke down on the highway the or something. The only time it ever happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we were stuck on Interstate eighty. It the, was terrible. The brakes locked up, so I was on the side of the highway <laughs> with a screwdriver really trying to you know loosen in the springs a little bit so I could at least just drive the thing and we had to call a police <laughs> escort and yeah, I funny. also uh last year we also had the alternator die um as I was on that event which was probably the most complicated site to actually get the truck onto oh, and leveled man. I was on this steep little That's hill in hill. this little tiny parking lot and uh luckily I knew the guy well enough our hosts were very gracious yeah, yeah he let me keep <laughs> the truck there overnight until I could find a, an alternator to get the thing out of there but uh yeah so but I think it was kind of like a joke like you know, you were talking about maybe starting your own thing. And then I was like, we should just get a food truck. Cause I thought, wouldn't that be cool? Like, because mm. you would think it's easy and it's just, and then we're like, oh, sure. Okay. It's, it's, it's less money to have to have out of pocket. You know, get started. Since opening the restaurant, the truck has become a little bit easier, yeah. at least in some aspects. Whereas, you know, uh, to, to wash and sanitize our dishes, we have a much mm. larger sink in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have to store all of those dishes on the truck. Uh, every time we go somewhere whereas before the truck was our kitchen so 
everything had to be on there, all our paper supplies, all our dishes for cooking and prepping everything, as well as everything we need just to do, you know, that That event. event. Um, So it got tricky. Plus, you have to get really creative with storage space. You know, you have a small freezer and a small refrigerator and everything else. You got to figure you have to figure out how to make it all work in there, whereas the restaurant has not a lot much more room, but a little bit more that, you know, we can a lot of bungee cords. Yeah, and strap everything <laughs> down before you go, because um, things do go flying yes. all the time. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, I I can only imagine. I mean, I think the food truck concept is so cool, and obviously we take advantage of that every Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, you guys were my first call when we decided to do the food truck Tuesday here in our parking lot. Yeah, and that's been a huge hit. And uh, the one of the things that so the way I came across you guys was I think the spring fling two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. You guys had yeah. a food truck there. And I was like, man, this green truck I've never seen before. I want to try there. And I was looking at your menu. I was like, this is actually pretty healthy with what they're offering. Yeah. And so I tried your burger. And I have to say, your burger, by far the best burger in the area. I've had many burgers in other restaurants and whatnot. But yours is by far my favorite. And I'm lucky enough during the fall season to be able to have it like once a week. <laughs> yeah. um, but honestly, at that moment, I was like, man, this is awesome. And then a couple of people were talking to me about it would be really cool if we have any food truck Tuesday or some kind of yeah. event like that. Because obviously around us, Route 11, we don't really have a lot of options for food. Yeah. A lot of kids end up going to Sheets every night to grab food. And it's not necessarily like, you know, from a health perspective, that's not really exactly what we want. Right. So I was like, Mike's food truck would be perfect. And then it ended up, Katie, you yeah. enrolled your daughter that year in our dance program. So I was like, this is perfect. They're within our community. Like, I, I'm going to reach out to them and see how it goes. And you guys are all for it. And we're really, really thankful for that. Um, but your food truck has, like, kind of taken off really well. Yeah. And then you guys move on to Rulam Vistro. <laughs> right. Um, what, I, I mean, how crazy do you have to be to say? say yeah. To say food truck, let's do a restaurant. Well, I think it was eventually going to turn into that at some point anyway. Um, I I mean, I sort of had envisioned maybe just sort of a, not even a real restaurant, but something that we could just prep for the truck just to make Mm -hmm. life easier. Um, That's how it started, really. Yeah. But then I thought about it. The truck can't really run in the winter so well. Mm -hmm. It gets cold. You know, propane lines freeze. uh, We freeze. uh, (laughs) The The way that it's designed, too. Some trucks can run all year long, and Uh and I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and they're awesome. And their setup must just be better than ours. A lot more electric stuff on theirs, too. Yeah, ours ours pulls with the the hood. It just pulls too much cold air through, so Mm -hmm. it's really hard for us. Right. So I thought, well, if we had seats in there, then we can then we could run, you know, when the truck's not going, we could still be doing our food in the winter. Uh, And uh, luckily around the same time, one of, uh, you know, my good customers from my uh, first little restaurant and from the food truck, she was working on developing a building and said, I really would like to put a restaurant in there and you're sort of my only choice at this time. Would you want to do something like that? And I said, well, give us some time to think about it. And uh, (laughs) I think we were like, not we took about two weeks and, and we were like, well, maybe yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. But we decided to do that and, uh, took about, well, it took about two years to get that going. So it was, it was our first season when she came to us with that idea. So we were even, you know, all last year thinking about how we're going to make that work. And, uh, it finally opened up this spring. So, yeah. That's awesome. And what has been like the biggest challenge from going from food truck to restaurant and doing both at the same time? Staffing. Yeah. Yeah. Really, well, it was just the two of us. Sometimes we had help on the truck, but not always. 
Yeah, being an employer now, yeah, uh, you know, that's... It's not rough because we have an amazing crew. Like, they are... It, I actually had a customer the other day that said, where did you find these people? You know, I want to do the same thing when I walk into the restaurant because every time I walk in, there's like two or three more people in the kitchen. I'm like, and they're all smiling. Yeah. And they all seem to they're love what they do. People. It's just like, yeah. man, that's rare to see. Sometimes like when you go to a restaurant, it's hard to find people smiling. Yeah. And But whenever I walk into your restaurant, it's like all the employees are like smiling and yeah. interacting with the customers. Like, this is awesome. That's like my biggest thing. Like, I want people to not just like... We were raised in this humongous farmhouse, and there's 900 of us. And, like, we would just <laughs> – if my mom was cooking in the kitchen, most of us were in just the kitchen, just hanging – you know, you just hang mm. out. And when our friends would come over, you wouldn't really get past the kitchen. you just hang out in the kitchen. Mm. You know, so I want people to kind of feel that way when they come there and, you know, not just enjoy their food, but they want to learn about their food. So many of our customers have dietary needs, like specific mm -hmm. needs or restrictions, not just because they're picky eaters, but – like legitimate concerns, you know, and things that we they have to be careful of. And so we want them to feel safe saying, you know, sorry, I'm a pain in the butt, but I, I need this. Mm -hmm. and don't feel bad about it. Like that's kind of, we're all picky eaters. We're very, you know, we but want people to uh, yeah, enjoy everything about their experience. It's you know? tricky now with food because there's so many, you know, uh, years ago there weren't so many allergies to things, mm -hmm. you know, it was, uh, you know, peanuts, I think was yeah. like one of the mm -hmm. first big yeah. things. And now, everybody's got an allergy or a sensitivity to something and right. you know not a lot of places have really um acknowledged that mm -hmm. uh very well and i think that's one thing that you know i started actually you know again with the first you know restaurant we were making specialty breads even before that we were making specialty breads geared towards people with yeah. you know gluten sensitivities and mm -hmm. people watching their carbs and things so you started to learn more about that and you realize that there is a pretty big you know base of people that don't eat at most restaurants because they can't get something that they can have. Sure. So, I mean, it started sort of just feeding that that niche, but it it built from there. Yeah. Um, and some people come out; they're not allergic to anything; they just like the burger, you know. And yeah. then there's the then there <laughs> there is the you know there are the people that can't do something, and they know that you are paying attention to it. You know, if we have somebody that comes in with an allergy, everything gets swapped yeah. out, the grill gets cleaned, whatever they need, oh, you wow. know, to okay. make sure that, everything you know, back to start, you know everything. we'll let you know it's going to take a couple extra minutes, but we're going to make sure that your food gets to you safe and that you can, you know, yeah. come here and eat something. Cause you know, like my With wife, she's, she's a vegan friends. and it's, it's hard, you know, that's not an allergy. It's by choice, but it's hard for her to find, right. go to places that have vegan options, you mm -hmm. know, other that isn't than just like, fast foody yeah stuff, yeah it's know? kind of it's kind of tough so you know that's another uh thing you know uh that i wanted to focus on was making sure that we had vegan options because even if you're not it's still nice to eat you know plant-based stuff you know right. here it's and cooked there. well or thought and you know put right it, right it's not just put into it yeah right it's a teaching thing too like showing people you don't just have to come eat you know, meat and this and this, like this could be, uh, you know, like the biggest test is if we feed our dad something that may be vegan and he's like, this is really good. And we're like, yeah. Oh, it, I'm sure. And it's good for you. We, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can just, do this. We just catered a uh, breakfast on Saturday uh, uh, for, for a, uh, a crew and uh, only the people that booked us knew that everything we made was vegan yeah. so we that's kind of, cool we tested everything out on them. yeah them. so you they know? had you know like vegan uh eggs a tofu uh -huh. scramble and there was uh you know our vegan bacon and all sorts of different things nothing Fructose. was nothing was labeled that way they just we they kind of ran an experiment to see if people <laughs> they loved it very cool they, they loved, loved it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was i mean just to know that you have so many more like when pe some people when they think like vegan or vegetarian uh -huh. it's 
oh, so I have to eat salads. And it, you, right. don't, you don't have to just eat salads. Like, there's so many options. And, you know, I'm not vegan, but I enjoy all of our vegan options because they're just good, you know? Mm-hmm. So just trying to kind of get that out there. And, and plus having a place where, you know, you might come in and want a burger, but what if you're with somebody that has an allergy and can't have this? And then you can all still eat together and nobody has to feel like they're left out or mm-hmm. has to wait to go to a separate restaurant. Yeah, that's the big you know? one. Yeah. yeah. So. And I have to say, like, your salads, too, is so colorful and fun to look at. You know, like, we eat with our eyes first, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And so I when when, when your yes. salad comes in front of me, it's like, man, like, this just the colors just pop into my eyes and I love it. You know, like, obviously, you can get a salad from anywhere and just kind of look brownish, you know? That's yeah. so, <laughs> so sad, too, because you really yeah. want a crunchy salad yeah. and you get, like, yeah. a sad salad. Yeah, it's just like, like looking at your salad <laughs> makes me happy. And yes, so that's, that's why I wanted him to bring you this salad. Yes, that's thank you. So that's, that's, that's a, a new, new one. salad. Yeah, Ooh, we'll be putting that on the menu. Talk about it a little week. bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I try to mix up the menu. You know, you don't want the same options. Mm-hmm. And it's always scary because people are going to get upset because you took their favorite thing off, yeah. you know. But we, I kind of watch the numbers and see which things aren't moving as much and try to, you know, base off of that. But also, seasonal things you know there's some stuff like we were doing roasted tomato salads and sandwiches and stuff but tomatoes are working their way out now um so we have to work other things in so this is sort of a fall inspired thing um apples walnuts cranberries Mm. uh red onion balsamic dressing feta cheese nice nice like fall greens um this is probably the best time of the year for salad greens too so if you're if you're thinking about a salad in the next couple maybe month or two this is the good time to to get anything with greens yeah yeah now when you think of like uh, menu items the new menu items what's your thought process like i've always wanted to ask this to a chef who does this because uh the big you know there's a one of my favorite i don't use it so much anymore because it started getting like just built ingrained into my brain but uh Mm -hmm. i i did use the flavor bible a lot so Mm -hmm. um that's an awesome resource it's not necessarily a cookbook but it does food pairings so you can find something if you've got somebody that comes to you and says, hey, I've got a ton of apples. Um, I'll have them for three months. Is there something you can do with these? I'll go into there and find apples in the book and then look at everything that kind of matches yeah. up with it. Mm. And you can find all sorts of different flavor combinations and it'll it'll kind of help gear things. So even if you're not planning on making a salad, you could still look at things. If you know how to cook already, you can look at pairings into what to do with these apples, whether it's you know, cooking them or serving them raw or whatever you'd like to do with it. Um, so that's, that's how I used to, you know, build a lot of things. Now it's sort of, I know what combinations work together. Um, sometimes I still get handed something interesting and I'm trying to figure out what can I do with this or some of the more like, uh, black garlic's really expensive. So Mm -hmm. to just use raw black garlic on something can be tricky, but if you work it into a sauce, put it on a burger, um, so it's, good. it's liquid gold. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. yeah. So good. And <laughs> yeah. it doesn't taste garlicky. No, no not at Whenever, all. Whenever, uh, you know, when you, when you read like garlic burger, you imagine like, oh, I'm, my breath is going to stop the the day. Thinks. Your black garlic sauce on top of the burger. So delicious. It's really mild. Yeah. yeah. It, it's that's, um, it's got sort of a, um, I'd say like a fig, like a dried yeah. fig sort of uh-huh. flavor to it. Um, but yeah. And it, it's got that, you know, that's that, um, not new, but newer, um, you know, fifth taste. The umami is umami. really is that's really, Japanese, by the way. Yeah, umami. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that that I guess was discovered in what the twenties, I think. Uh, um, but anyways, that's sort of where that comes in with like our mushroom sandwich. That is just it's mushrooms, onions, kale, and that sauce mm-hmm. on grilled mm-hmm. bread, and it seems really simple, and it really is. But 
I think that's how the best stuff is, you know, um, you know, less is more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if we can keep it down to a couple of things and really feature those things in it, it just takes off. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell when you guys are talking about the restaurants or the food that you guys are offering, you're, you're you're like, you love it. You're so passionate (laughs) about it. Now, is this something that like you guys always imagined of doing down the road or is this? No, I don't. Some days I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I worked for Geisinger for 20 years. So this is like a huge, you know, it just got to the point where I was like, well, I don't, you know, I got to do something like, what Mm -hmm. should I do? And then he was starting, you know, to figure out his new path. So I was like, well, I'll just, can I just come with you and see what happens? And, you know, my part more, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the cook. I, I work with our baker who's amazing. I come up mm-hmm. with like the big, you know, ideas and then I send them to her and say, can you do this? Cause I know I can't do it. Um, I'm more of like the, you know, the entertainment, the host, you know, <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I work with the customers more and the uh-huh. staff more and like, Oh, that's as know. important for the customer experience. It's kind of my, yeah. So I love Definitely. the customers. Like I, I love when I can remember all their names and all their things mm-hmm. and they're just, we literally have the best customers. Like they're all becoming our friends and you know, it makes that's it easier. Makes it so fun. And, yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people are smiling because we like our customers. We really do. And <laughs> even though we might have, you know, we definitely have some customers that are very particular, whether their needs or just how they like to have things done. You remember that after a certain amount of time. So you know how to do that. And, and it's you know. not that it's an inconvenience. Like you can be particular. We're particular about things. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of our thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it definitely, it, it's rewarding. You don't have a lot of customers that have complaints about things you know or this or that because most of them that come in there they 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 know that they're looking for something different so it's kind of fun to you know serve them something different and uh you know they're always happy about it we're happy to serve them i mean it just they give us great suggestions Mm. we have a customer who was like found this recipe what do you think of this i'm like let's try it you know like soup base or yeah, it's soup. really fun. Get and a lot they're of people. like, that's the soup we asked for. I'm like, yeah, and it's great. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's always fun, too, when somebody <laughs> asks for something and it makes you challenge yourself, uh-huh. you know, try new things out. You know, like the cauliflower soup. I think <sighs> I'm doing that this week. And it's that was so good. That was one. Really? from a, Yeah, it was one from a customer. And I was like, oh, cauliflower. It sounds so boring. But I made it and it was great. So, huh? Yeah. Top so, five favorite soups. So, so really? Yeah. We're doing that one again this week just because, right. you know, uh, seasonal. It, it worked out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So now, what about you, Mike? Did you envision yourself doing this like, well, five I, years ago? Well, five years ago, I was doing sort of this. I was running okay. this little cafe. And then, um, you know, but before that, no, if I went like 10 years ago, I couldn't imagine, you know, at that time I was, I think I was working for a bread company. I might've been on my way out of, uh, you know, more of a commercial type restaurant, uh, you know, and I really didn't like that. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of where it got me started was, you know, I see these like Cisco or U.S. Foods trucks pulling up and it's just all this bag produce and you have no idea where it's coming from. Sometimes it's junk when it gets in the door and like you can't do anything with that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that kind of got me started on this whole thing. But I mean, I went to school for landscaping originally, <laughs> you know, wow. so I like plants. Um, and I, so that's like the best part is when the farmers come in, I get to talk to real life farmers, you know, <laughs> which is like, it's pretty cool. You know, like I like that a lot when they come in with new produce or they've got new things for us to try out. Like I like that a lot. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't have imagined it, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I bring that up point, that point, because I run into so many high school students that's yeah. going into college. Like, Oh, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my yeah. life. I always tell them like, guys, it's okay. That. You, yeah. 
you don't need to know. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's kind of hard to figure out at that age exactly what you want to do. It's going to change. Yeah. And expect it to change. Just keep an open mind. I yeah. always so. kind of envied the kids that like knew exactly what they yeah. wanted to do. You know, they had it all figured out. And and some of them, it, true to life, they they followed those paths and right. those dreams and are Somebody very successful. Somebody wanted to be a doctor yeah. and they become a doctor. And it's and amazing. They're really successful like, and they're happy. If so yeah. I would tell kids like if you know what your passion already is, go that's for it. So awesome. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't know, it's also but okay. Don't be upset. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. actually, that's a good point, Hedy. I want to tell you about this um, event that we have, if I can. Sure, go ahead. It's not our event, um, uh, but it's it's around um, like the, the young exploring, discovering your awesome. future. Yeah. The Children's Museum in Bloomsburg hosts. Okay. So they do, I don't know if it's monthly or not, but they do this thing where they encourage, you know, youth to come in and meet different local um, businessmen and women and, and just kind of say, you know, this is how they run their thing. And this is, you know, this might be something you're interested in. Do you want to check it out and get like firsthand experience? Mm. Um, so we're lucky enough. We've been invited in November to go. Awesome. And we're going to take the food truck and we're going to give them a tour of the food truck and like teach them, you know, a little bit about the food truck, but more of like the business model, you know, how you do things. And then they're going to be making tacos with Michael. Oh, that's afterwards. great. So, yeah, I was, yeah uh, so they'll get sort of a chance to, you know, experience something else that, you know, right. uh, I mean, I never saw a food truck when I was a kid. Right. Uh, no. no, not around here. So, yeah. you know, that'll be just something fun for them to kind of see. And maybe it'll get their gears turned. Again, food trucks are fun. I love like. Yeah, they're cool. To, it's like getting in the fire truck when uh, you're little. You yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love like like tiny homes and, you know, all these things that people I are doing. Do and, as like, well. Yeah. yeah. Like doing all that cool stuff. So I think they'll have a blast just being yeah, able so to this see. Is the, that's the event um, in November. It's the, is it so the 19th? Then? Yeah. Exploring. Discover your future. Yeah. Uh, November 19th from 4.30 to 5.30. Nice. And I see you guys yeah, at, and at the Children's yeah. Museum in Bloomsburg. Yep. And they're currently, they have their registration open for it. It's a free event. So anyone mm. from 10 to 17 is invited. And that's a great range because that's kind of when people start trying to ask you what you want to be when you grow up. That's awesome. You know? So just yeah. a great segue for what you're saying to some upcoming things. That for sure. Yeah. So listeners, if you want to check it out, it's, it's hosted by the Bloomsburg Children's Museum. Uh, November 19th from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. And uh, Mike and Katie will be there as well. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Thanks. Thank yeah. you for sharing Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so what would you say? What's your favorite part of your job? Hmm. You go first. Um, <laughs> definitely coming up with new stuff, just playing around with new things, you know, and sometimes it's just, uh, well, actually, you know what? The most, like, challenging things, like coming up with, like, a, a vegan like burger or something like mm. that trying to like reinvent something entirely is is a lot of fun i mean it seems like a little frustrating and sometimes i you know i give up and i i won't touch it for a couple of months and then maybe we'll come back to it you know mm. and play around with it but sometimes that stuff is a lot of fun vegan crab cake you know i'm still working Ooh, on that but that's vegan crab cake. so good yeah they Just are really legit really really good using like lion's mane mushroom as the base and when you shred that roast it and shred it it looks just like claw meat um it's amazing huh. it's yeah wild. and when do you have time to like experiment because i see you like running all over the place you got food <laughs> truck to run and then the restaurant to run, and i'm sure the prep time yeah yeah it's tricky um so that's why sometimes it takes a few months to come up yeah. with some new things I like bet. like that you know where it's like where a salad you know flavor combinations you can come up with a salad pretty quickly but like coming up with something like that that takes a little bit longer you know mm. especially to tweak it and then you have to hit all these marks you know well it's got to be vegan can we make it gluten-free too can we do this can we do that you know it it, it makes it complicated but yeah. it's fun yeah yeah hmm. that's the best part like i can 
well, someday, you know, maybe we'll get paid, but, um, <laughs> you know, imagine that you can get paid to like, you know, do this kind of stuff and right. just play around with things. That's, that's a lot of fun. Well, the best yeah. part is probably when you come up with it and then it finally works and it turns out the way you expected it to. Yeah. You're like, there it is. Yeah. Sometimes that happens like yeah. first try. Hey, we got it. You know, uh, you, you also have to be able to pass on the recipes and how to make it to that your staff. That has been right? really hard. Yeah. Well, they That's made me do that. Curve, they made yeah, me do that did. this year. I wrote down all my recipes. Right. I never did that before. They just went really? into. Yeah, they went yeah. into my. It's sort of a steel trap. There might be a few <laughs> holes in there, but uh, it's you know. <laughs> ask I, the guys. Ask them. They all like get Michael huh. to tell us how to make this recipe. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't write um, everything down. So there are some things where I don't know. I guess that's sort of how I you know uh, keep myself around a bit. Is uh, you know like oh well, we need Mike to do this or that because oh my goodness we don't know what he's doing there. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel pushed out already? No, I'm just you know. <laughs> I think well, you your name is on yeah. the company. Yeah. So yeah. He <laughs> took two whole days off since last year, and now he feels like he's. Oh, but uh, yeah, so you know, uh, yeah, there, you have to write things down, and then sometimes it's you know, cooking isn't baking. There's no exact proportion, so right. you know, it's it's yeah, tricky. So. And when you say salt to taste, everyone has a different idea with that. Right. But oh, yeah. you know, I've definitely you know gave someone a soup, and then uh, it came out so salty. Um, luckily, there's tricks for that. You know, you cut a potato in half and throw it into the soup. It'll soak up the salt, yeah. so you can get oh, some of the salt back out. I did of it. not know that. It yeah. Is like, yeah. It's like a science lab in there. No. <laughs> yeah, but there's there a there's of, a trick for everything. But yeah, so you know you have to, you know, trust your staff to do things right. Um, and you know I go to them for a lot of things too. When we're yeah. coming up with new stuff, of like, give me a name for this, or what do you want to see? What kind of soup do you want? Or what's a good side idea? You know, so because they do have really good ideas. Oh, most of oh, them yeah. have worked in the food industry for a long time, mm. so they'll say, oh, we would really like to see you know something like this on the menu, something that they enjoy making mm-hmm. first of all, and that it wasn't just something we handed them and said, hey, can you guys make this? Like it was, you know, because the way Mike enjoys those things, they right. enjoy like, this, Absolutely. Is, this is my burger or my yeah. salad, you know? Right. And I've also noticed like, even with my staff, when you give them responsibilities or take, give them ownership or something, it's right. huge, it's huge because they buy into it and they're when so proud trust. of their work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and you can get a little bit better, um, results out of things, you know, we catered a wedding a while, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And like the, you know, big thing was everybody had their own sort of job for things to do, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that's, that's good. It makes it a little bit easier for me. I don't have to worry about this or that, but also, you know, you can take pride in that when people say, Oh, I love the potatoes or whatever, you know, they can say, well, Oh yeah, that, that was mine. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Good. You know, so it's good to do that kind of thing. I mean, I remember working for other people and when I was given a chore, you know, I took it and uh you know ran with it and that that was it was fun for me you know mm-hmm. so that you know wing night where i ran the wings or something at some place <laughs> you know that might have been like my favorite night of the week even though i'm covered in hot sauce at the end of it like <laughs> it's still like yeah that was that was my night to shine you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so we're coming to the end of, end of time yeah. i always ask my interviewees like uh one word of wisdom or encouragement for future um for you guys, let's say entrepreneurs or future, in, you know, people in your industry. So as far as you guys go, food truck business in the uh, the restaurant industry, if there's one advice you guys can give them, what would it be? Mm. One word or can no, we? No, it could be <laughs> advice. It could be long. Oh, yeah. I can, you know, I can give you a book on that one. <laughs> um, you want to go first? or? I would honestly say the most eye-opening thing for me and that I would love for people to really recognize is that like people in the food industry – you know, that's their craft and that's like their artwork and what if they're doing it right. Like for us, that's how I feel. And I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, our customers totally get that. And there's not just a friendship, but like 
kindness. You know, there's so many people that are just so quick to dismiss you and, you know, just give me what I'm asking for and then they leave and there's mm -hmm. the interactions are poor. And, you know, like for me doing this job, I wanted to get out of that corporate world where I sat in a cubicle all day and didn't even know if the sun was shining, you know. So just taking a minute to like talk to a person and disconnect from the rest of the crazy mm -hmm. in the world, you know, like that's very important to me. So I would say like not to, you know, give up that human connection. And, you know, yes, it's very hard work. Um, but I'm sure those people are coming from a job where they work really hard and they're spending their time with us and just like really being grateful and kind to each other is like a, it's a big thing. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely not enough of it. So I would like to promote that. And talk That's awesome. That Thank you. <laughs> and Mike? Huh. Um, well, yeah, I, I think, you know, I was actually just reading an article about, you know, the most successful businesses are run by people who um, are positive and actually give some of their own free time, you know, every week or every day. Uh, to something that doesn't get them any sort of profit, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just to do it because it makes them feel better about it, you know, so doing things for doing things sake, you know, just right. to like, that's a that's a big thing. I think to like, anybody who wants to open their own business, you know, it's always going to be harder than working for somebody else. For sure. And you'll probably make more money working for somebody for else. Sure. Uh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I think a lot of people don't get. Like they think that we're just yeah. breaking in the dough. And I'm like, actually, if I could go work at Walmart, and make more money, I, that's what would happen. Like absolutely you know, true. But you have to have that reward in it. But if you want to yeah. be your own boss, if you want to have a little bit more control, there's not too many companies that you can work for where you would be able to do a lot of the things, you know? Um, but you also have to be, flexible, you know, almost a jack of all trades. You have to be able to, you know, not just look at numbers, but also look at your customers and, you know, focus on their needs and things like that. And it takes a, it takes a special person. I mean, I think anybody could own their own business, but I don't think everybody could do it successfully. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it really takes somebody who can do a lot of different things. And if you enjoy doing a lot of different things, I think owning your own business is perfect because yeah. you get to do all the stuff, you yeah. know, you can be the janitor, you can also be, you know, the superintendent and, uh, you can also be, you know, the person that greets you at the counter. Uh, you know, and you, you can appreciate all those job roles too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know. I love what you just brought up. You know, like I was listening to a podcast coincidentally yesterday <laughs> and they were talking about, you know, how you define success matters yeah. in the business world. It's easy to define success as a financial gain. Yeah. But I, I found over time and time again and, you know, just talking to people and doing what I do, success doesn't need to be defined by the financial gains. No. It, rather, I'd rather not do that. That's one area that I'm really bad at, just kind of like <laughs> focusing in on it. I yeah. don't know if you're the same way <laughs> because I'd rather have like people walking out of here with a big smile on their face with a great experience oh, yeah. Yeah. and do it over and over. It doesn't, it does. It's not just one time thing. I want them to be happy every day. Every time I they still. come in here, you know, I want the kids to be smiling. I want the kids to be like leaving here happy and excited and energized um, because that's what it's about. Yeah. I, you know, I always say like small businesses, I truly believe exist, enhance the communities. Yeah. And so that's the that's the value that we're trying to provide is I want to be able to say, like, OK, we're so grateful to be here. Right. We want to what we want to give back is the value back to the community. Because yeah, right. you can't you can't survive without their yeah. support. You exactly. Know? You and, and eventually, I think in the long run, hopefully the financial situation will take care of itself it if sure. we continue to work with our heart and take care of our customers the yeah. right way. Right. And that kind of you know, uh, reaction from your clientele definitely helps your mental state, yeah, you know? Absolutely. So if you're not 
rolling in it, uh, you know, at least you've still got, you know, a positive outlook right. and going into work, you know, and mm-hmm. that's another nice thing is where you're not dreading going into work yeah. every day. Uh, well, and like one bad, just one negative reaction or, or bad review or whatever. It, yes. It can just really your spear heart. your heart. Yeah, yes. Just, and you're just like, what, what did I do? Right? And then it's like, you have to like talk it out and go, go, go through many therapy sessions with your team. And then it's kind of yeah. like, sometimes, sometimes there is a way to resolve it. And then when you truly do resolve it, it feels great. And sometimes there's people where you're just like, I just can't, like, I won't be able to fix that and I have to be okay with it. Right. But you just have to do your best. And, you know, we'll go home with $4 each at the end of a day, but we had, 10 people that said, thank you for being here, yeah. you know, or thank you for giving me, you know, or whatever. Just, th- we were just scared. Like the first three months, like, is this going to work? Mm-hmm. You, you know how it is. Yeah. And then people just kept saying like, I'll see you again and I'll see you again. And now we have our BFF club and people come Aww. in, you know, they're, they're, they're filling up their punch cards and we see them every week. And yeah. It's that's re- awesome. We're really lucky. Like we are really lucky. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. you get, you know, I'm truly believe like you get what you put out there. And so oh, yeah. you guys are putting out there in the world and the community is that positive vibes and people are w- what you're getting from the other the community members are exactly that. So yeah. it works with food, fantastic. too. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you get what you what you put into it. You know, if you're eating junk, you're going to feel like junk. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You are what you eat. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. Sometimes people don't like to hear that, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. Well, we've also been lucky. We've had people say, you ruined fast food for me. Thanks a lot. And I'm like. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. awesome yeah you yeah. are not insulting me <laughs> come back <laughs> all right so where can the listeners find you guys online social media yeah, where are you guys Facebook, physically located Instagram. the truck is all around town the truck's everywhere but i do really try hard to keep the website updated uh, awesome. as to where we'll be and the truck will be the end of our season is on october as you know so we close up at the very end of this month and then we'll be reopening um i believe in april yep in the spring beginning of april um, we'll be probably right back starting so then you guys will have a little bit of downtime since you don't have to balance trucks. We're just going to figure out all that other stuff. That yeah. We've it's been, like, all those, to, all those yeah. things that we haven't been able to do for the rest of the year. Yeah. But gotcha. yeah, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that there's a little bit of downtime. Will be. It's unfortunate because you know, I like to garden and, it's not mm. gardening season once we have a little bit more <laughs> free time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania w- w- yeah. winter is so warm. It's yeah. And <laughs> then um, Route 11 restaurant can be tricky to find because Google Maps does not, it's not our friend. They just won't oh. update our listing. I've been trying, but we are next to Cole's Hardware on Route 11 going towards Berwick. Like literally sharing. It is a little bit hard to find if it is. somebody has never been yeah. there. And we right? will get yeah. signage. We're just waiting, like the whole building, once it's complete and everybody's mm-hmm. in their spots, we'll have a nice big sign out front. And um, that's coming. It is right next to the beer distributor. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, we're in the okay. same building as the beer distributor. Yeah, so, so if you see a big black post with a red sign that says beer, beer. at the top, um, that's where you guys that's, are. That's where you turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And if you get to Venus or Marley's, you went a little too far. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure they can find you yeah, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And 1233 so, Columbia Boulevard. Yep. Okay. Tuesday to Saturday. And Route 11 Bistro Route on Bistro. Instagram and Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. We have a web page. And Mike's Food Truck. And Mike's Food Truck. Yep. Um, and the website for the food truck is Mike's Food Truck PA because there is also another Mike's Food Truck. So yes. we're I, the I one ran in, into the same problem. We're the one in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're the, we're yeah. the PA one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. When I went to go look for the URL for my website, it was RMS Danville. And they, that was already taken. I was huh. like, in like Danville, Virginia. Danville, California or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. I had to have PA at the end. It's like, <laughs> yep. oh, man, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. A lot of missed emails that it's way. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I know, exactly. Right. It's so true. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us today, and I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to uh, dig into this delicious <laughs> salad that's in front of me. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Eddie. Yeah. Bye.